Lures did win the toss, and Lures will defer, so they will kick it off to start the game. And the Bluffton Tigers will send their offense out first. To start the game. Angel Rojas, the kicker for the Bishop Lures Knights, will be the one to tee it up and get it underway. And that means the first look offensively for us tonight will be the Bluffton Tigers, 10-2, number 8 ranked in Class 2A in the AP poll under Coach Brent Kunkel, 49-29. You've been listening to our countdown to kickoff, and it is presented, as always, by Edding Insurance of New Haven. 33.5 points per game for this Bluffton offense. They allow 11.8 a contest. They're led by quarterback Braxton Betcourt, a returnee, 6-foot, 175-pound senior. The notable stat on Betancourt, Shannon, is he's five inches taller than he was one year ago. He's gone through a growth spurt. <laughs> yeah, they, they fed him a little more, I guess, some beef down there. To Either get that bones. or, well, it might be one of those uh, roster moves, right? <laughs> well, that's We don't good. want him 5'7". We want him six feet. We'll just put him on the roster that way. Yeah, but. I was always 6'1", 200. <laughs> <laughs> one is higher than... It actually is. One might be a couple of pounds less. That's right. Uh, so we're ready for the kickoff. Lures will send it left to right, north to south as we look at the field. And the kick by Rojas is away. High hanging kick, and it's taken at the five, right up the middle of the field. 15, 20, and then stockpiled there at the 23-yard line by multiple Bishop Lures Knights. So it will be first at 10 for the Bluffton Tigers joining Bentoncourt in the backfield. Tucker Jenkins, a 6-2, 210-pound senior running back. Also, uh, Camille Moore, he's been the big star in the backfield for them 90 carries 485 yards he's a sophomore and then they also have cooper craig of 56 140 pound freshman and they'll fill it up with all of the backs joining betcourt in the backfield and they'll give it to the first man taking it behind the right side of the line good gain out to the 30 yard line that's a seven yard carry on first down and uh that carry by Andrew Hunt, a six-foot, 175-pound senior, his 20th, or rather, he's had 19 receptions on the year as well. So, right now they're uh, trusting the run game with three backs joining Bentoncourt, who lines up in the gun. He's got a back on each shoulder and another back right behind him. Now the two backs on the shoulders step up three yards and a handoff. Here comes Moore up the middle. He'll take it across the 35. That's going to be a first down. Close to the 36-yard line. About a six-yard blast right up the middle. And the Bluffton Tigers will move the chains. First and 10, Bluffton. It's the first drive of the football game. Well, you're seeing that what I call a diamond formation uh, with this Bluffton offense. And what it does, it really balances the defense so they can't cheat one way or the other. And you've got your built-in misdirections right at the start of the play. Very difficult to defend this type of formation. Same formation, same play. Quick blast. 
off right tackle. At that time, Moore hit at the line of scrimmage, but does bounce forward for a couple of yards out to about the 38-yard line. Give him a couple of yards on the first down carry. It's going to be second down and eight. Yeah, that time they went to a little bit more of an unbalanced look as the back shifted to the left side. But the running back went to the right where there was less <laughs> less blockers, and therefore they stopped him for a three-yard gain. <clears throat> Three running backs. Now you put a wing off to the one side and the handoff again. Moore up the middle. Dances past a tackler at the line of scrimmage. Stays on his feet, and now it's just power. He's driving Lures downfield into Knight's territory at the Bishop Lures 45-yard line. What a powerful run for a small back. He took a host of Lures tacklers with him for extra yards after contact, and the Bluffton Tigers on the ground have gotten to the Bishop Lures 45, first and 10. Yeah, up front, I was impressed with Bluffton's offensive line watching them on tape. They do a very good job of coming off the ball, and then those two extra backs, it's almost an automatic push from the behind. Direct snap, they go with a wildcat formation. The carry behind the right side of the line once again will go for about three yards. For about three, brings up second and seven. That was Hunt, I believe. Yeah, they sent Betancourt way out to the left wideout and uh, left it going with just the power run right now, trying to drive it right into the teeth of that Bishop Lewis defense, doing so pretty effectively. They'll give him three on that carry to the 42, where it is second down and seven. Yeah, this time here, Lewis needs to get a good stop here and force a third and long. Again, four backs line up in the backfield. Hand off to the big back, and he'll pound again, running behind that right side of the line. Sam Meckling is 5'10", 240 pounds. Johnny Cruz at 6 feet tall, 270. They're trying to get some surge, and the running back's following right behind them. That again, maybe a yard. It's going to be the first... Third down test, really, for Bluffton here. Third down and six at the Knights' 41-yard line. Well, with their mindset, they may go ahead and run it, thinking to get two, uh, go ahead and try to get the uh, first down on fourth. So be an interesting determination of what they run here. And it is a handoff. They will run it. Not much there. Lure shuts the door. No gain. It's going to bring up a fourth down. In fact, might have been a loss of a half a yard. Yeah, Jackson, Damian Jackson, the 6'4 senior, he's got to play an imposing part in this ballgame because he's big, tall, and linky, and he should be one that gets in the backfield and gets the penetration. And right now, Bluffton showing no signs of conceding and putting the football away. They're lining up with their offense. Fourth down and seven. They need to get inside the 35. Betcourt drops. Here comes pressure. He gets away, throws it late. It's incomplete near the left sideline. And boy, that was just defensive pressure getting in. Almost unblocked by Damian Jackson. We saw him play a big game against Eastside. Nobody blocked him. 
and Bentoncourt had to sidestep him, threw off the timing of the play, and then Bentoncourt sailed it wide of his intended target downfield near the near sideline, and it's going to be Bishop Lewers coming up with the defensive stop on fourth down, and the Knights take over the football. Yeah, he's got, like I said there previously, he's got to be an imposing figure tonight defensively for Lewers. Cohen McKenzie. Senior quarterback drops to throw on the very first play. High ball, but it's caught by Isaac Zay on the far sideline. Correction, that's Jalen White, I think. Or no, that's Zay. That's Zay going up and getting it. For about 20. Yeah, there. You, you know, you got a 6-3 guy, and you throw it up high, and he just went up and snared it and took it all the way to the Bluffton 40-yard line. So that's a 17-yard uh, gain on the first play of the contest. Well, their corners are awful small, so they've got the, the immediate height advantage for jump balls and back shoulder throws. Jalen White on the other side, 6-1. Zay, as we mentioned, 6-3. Man in motion. Jimenez, he comes off the left slot across formation, and there's flags and whistles to stop the play before the snap, and someone from Lures jumped, and a five-yard penalty for procedure called against the Bishop Lures Knights. Five-yard march-off back to the 45. Kind of interesting, Shannon, that Bluffton's strategy was to do what they do and try to do it better than Lures could defend it. They ran the football every play until that fourth down. Lures comes out, immediately sails the ball in the air. Yeah, well, you got those matchups. I think that's what Coach Lindsay's trying to do is loosen up their defense. Jimenez, a slot to the right, handoff to the running back, Daring, and Daring tripped up just as he got to the line of scrimmage. No gain. Good penetration by the right side of that Bluffton defensive line. Now, they line up with three down linemen. They've got four linebackers. So it's a 3-4 style defense for the Bluffton Tigers. Now they've put Lures into a long second down situation. Second down, 15. Ball on the left hash. From the 45. Drop back, quick throw, and Jimenez goes up and makes the catch in a little bit of a soft spot of the zone coverage at the 36-yard line. Nice throw, nice catch. And a good pickup because when you have second and 15, all you want is a more manageable third down, and that's exactly what Bishop Lewers will have. It's going to be third down and six. Yeah, and Bluffton was acting as if that they thought dropped that football upon contact, and maybe Lewers got away with one there. Ball on the right hash, two receivers to the right side on the left. Two backs in the backfield. There's the snap and the give. Jimenez looks for a hole. He's got one. 25, 20, and wrestled down near the 21-yard line. 15 yards. Gio Jimenez, and what a lead block from Daring to get him through the hole and get him free. Yeah, they did a nice little power play there. Then actually, they had numbers on Bluffton because Bluffton really overshifted to the three-receiver side, leaving them exposed into the boundary. And the four, and that's where you get that kick-out pull-through, and that's what Lowers did there and got the big play. Scoreless game. We've got a little over five minutes left in our opening quarter. Lures on a drive that started after a fourth-down stop. 
There's the snap, and it's again Jimenez bringing it off right tackle. Comes to the near sideline, inside the 10, and finally chased out of bounds near the 8-yard line. Same play again there with a different formation, and this time instead of running it to the tight end, they ran it back to the short side of the field, but picked up seven. Call it eight. Yeah. He got more than I thought he did. Yeah, he's down at the uh, eight-yard line where it is second down and two. They'll line up white, right to the right, Zay to the left. There's the snap, and it's bobbled by McKenzie, and he has to just jump on it back at the eleven. Boy, oh boy, mistakes. We saw it against Eastside, those mistakes that are just so costly at inopportune times. You have second and two from the eight, and now it's going to be a third down and five back near the 11-yard line. Yeah, and then, of course, down here, you lose a little bit of your vertical stretch, but this time I think they're probably going to look for the one-on-one look because I imagine Bluffton's going to bring the heat. Got Geo one-on-one. From the, the right half, shotgun, drop back, looking for the fade, and it's deflected at the line of scrimmage, almost picked off by one of the linemen on a diving attempt. And now I think Kyle Lindsay wants points. He's going to send out Angel Rojas to try to kick this field goal. It's going to end up being about a 28-yard attempt from the right hash and try to get the first points of the ball game on the board. He would have had Zay on the hard slant on the inside, but unfortunately it was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Right-footed kicker from the right hash. Tough angle. There's the set snap a little low, but the kick is up. It's got the distance, and it is good. 28 yards out for Angel Rojas, and he has put the Bishop Lures Knights in front three to nothing with 4.14 remaining in the opening quarter. This is high school football from 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Bishop Lures on the board first against the Bluffton Tigers. The Knights a three to nothing advantage. 4.14 left to play in the opening quarter. I am Brett Rump along with Shannon Griffith. Glad you're joining us tonight for high school football. It is a regional championship matchup in Class 2A. The 10-2 Bluffton Tigers, the 9-3 Bishop Lewers Knights. And now Bishop Lewers lines up to kick it off. Here's the kick, a high, deep kick. And it is taken just outside the goal line, up the middle of the field, across the 25, and taken down in open field. A good tackle at the 30. Good field position for the Bluffton Tigers after a 29-yard return. They will sit the ball at the 29-yard line. A good high kick and actually pretty decent coverage there, but, uh, boy, I thought there was a lot larger hole there, but fortunately they covered it. Again, they fill up the backfield with three backs and a shotgun for Bentoncourt. Gives to the tailback off right tackle, but there is no space. And that is where Bluffton has decided to run the football repeatedly here early in the early going. And that goes for just one yard. Second down and nine 
at the 30-yard line. About as good as you can expect weather-wise tonight. It's a bit dry, a little bit of a breeze, and cool temperatures. And the handoff, again, following the right side of the line, just plowing out to the 34, maybe even the 35, about a five-yard pickup. Where it's going to be third down and four to go for the Bluffton Tigers. You wonder at what point Bluffton breaks away from the the patience of the running game and tries to sneak one over the top. They have to have had tape on that east side game where yeah. Lures got caught cheating. Well, you think that they got the one-on-one on the outside here if they won it. Line shifts, and there's the handoff. And again, a great surge, power running, and it's a first down, a five-yard gain. Out to the 40-yard line. And that's just good power of a push on that right side and good, strong running. I think that was Jenkins, number 20, if it looked like. He's the taller running back at 6'2", 210 pounds, big, tall athlete. That time, you know, you get a guy that's got that kind of size, give him some momentum getting through the hole, and then even when he gets hit, he pushes for another three or four yards. First down for the Bluffton Tigers at their own 40. Shotgun snap, and again, it's going to be Jenkins right up the middle, and look at the push. He gets hit at the 45, and the pile just keeps moving out toward midfield. Finally stopped with the forward progress at the 49-yard line. That is a nine-yard gain, and maybe Bluffton has found something. Second down and one. Yeah, again, this is a, you, you know, even though it's kind of an open offense, a spread, if you want to call it that, it's still that, you know, special offense where their mentality is run the football. You've got to get them out of it. And doing that is getting them to third and long situations in this drive. Bluffton's not getting, you know, they're getting the positive yardage that they need. This would be the perfect down a distance if you want yes. to try to sneak the guy over the top out of play action. Absolutely. But Lures does has a deep safe does have a deep safety. Oh, and there's movement by the left tackle. Or is it the tight end? The end man on the line of scrimmage just jumped forward. Yeah, that's that's actually uh, I think Deontay Eskridge who uh, might have jumped, and so it's going to march it off against Bluffton. Now Bluffton gets a second and short, and they get marched back. Yeah, that was a, a gift there for Bishop Lewis. So now if they can stop this one and force a third and six. Again, three backs in the backfield, and the two wings come up to the line of scrimmage. They give to the tailback, met at the line of scrimmage, falling forward for a gain of a couple out to the 46. Third down. And it's going to be about four to go from the 46-yard line. They need midfield for the first down. Yeah, and I would say where they're at on the field, depending on this play here, they still may go for it. If yeah, they were, only, they were only about 10 yards further when they went for it on fourth and seven. Clock down to the last 32 seconds that of the opening quick. quarter. <laughs> Third down, four to go from the 46-yard line on the right hash. A give to the there. tailback, and that's more. Moore is swallowed at the line of scrimmage. No and another fourth down coming fourth for down. Bluffton. 
from their own 46. They're down three to nothing. And I'm not sure if we're going to have another play. It's down to eight seconds left in the quarter, and the clock's running, and Bluffton is going to decide what to do about this fourth down play during the quarter break. After the first 12 minutes of action here at Lures Field, the Bishop Lures Knights lead it over the Bluffton Tigers 3 to nothing, And you're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Bishop Lewis Knights have, or the Bluffton Tigers have had time to think about this, and they've decided punting is the best solution here on fourth down and four to go from their own 46-yard line. And they'll line up with Braxton Betancourt, their quarterback, in punt formation. He's about 14 yards behind center. Low snap. It's dropped. Now Bettencourt scrambles and rugby style gets the punt away. And not a bad kick. Bounces at the Lures 20 and is downed around the 16-yard line. Call it the 17. So it's first at 10 Lures at their own 17-yard line. And all things considered, Shannon, I think Bluffton ended up with the result they were looking for. Well, Bencourt did a good job, athletically speaking, of getting himself in a position to make that kick. And you said it turned into a rugby-style kick. Didn't panic. Did what he needed to do and pinned Lures down when playing little field position. For Bishop Lures, it is senior quarterback Cohen McKenzie. 5'11", 165 pounds, completes 55% of his passes on the season. He's thrown for almost 1,600 yards. Ball on the right hash, pitch on a sweep, coming to the left. Here's Jimenez to the edge, got the sideline. He's across the 30 and finally chased out of bounds out near the 31 or 32-yard line. That's a first down. A 15-yard gain, and he's so quick once he got to the edge. He wins the sprint down the sideline for a 15-yard gain to the 32 where the Knights move the chains and have it first and 10. He's quick. I tell you, (laughs) he gets around that corner. He is a fast dude. Isaac Zay all by himself wide to the right. And you've got Jalen White across the formation, right to left from the slot. Give to Jimenez. Oh, he put the pad level down as he went through the hole and went right through a bluffed Tigers defender. And takes it out to the 40. An eight-yard gain for Jimenez. And the little guy at 5'8", 165, showing he's got some strength, too. Yeah, he's a, I tell you. I like him as that running back because, like you said, he, he's not afraid to put his shoulder down and get the tough yards when he needs to and, and makes really good cuts. Second down, about two to go from the 40. From the left hash, Zay across the formation, left to right, give to Jimenez through the holies, wrestled down, but they may have actually wrestled him forward for about a one-yard gain. Still shy of the first down stick, but not by much. Very short third down play coming for the Bishop Lewis Knights. They lead it three to nothing over the Bluffton Tigers. 10:40 and the clock running in our second quarter. The ooh and the ah is the spot that was given to Geo there. Think a little bit short of what people thought. Third down, one to go from just inside the left hash marks, and there's movement by Bishop Lewers, and you go from third and less than a yard to now third and six. Completely changes things. You cannot make those mistakes 
this deep into the season. Just cannot do it. Yeah, they've had two of those now tonight on, already, and that's the thing that we talked about against Eastside. That was what plagued them that night uh, from an offensive perspective. Yeah, they couldn't close out Eastside right. because of these types of mistakes. Yeah, you get these type of mistakes, and it just, it just kills everything you built up for in the first two downs. Third down and six. They put the ball back at the 37-yard line. Shotgun, drop back, throw over the middle, and it is caught at the 44, and it's going to be a first down. Javids is Zay will make the catch. Great catch, just got into a soft spot and knew he had enough for the first down, and a good throw, just a patient throw by McKenzie, dropping it right there accurately, right on the number four of his jersey, and Zay gets it out to the 47 for a first down and a big third down conversion. Yeah, that was huge. Nice throw by McKenzie, good route by Zay. Got the first down. From the left half, shotgun. For McKenzie, man in motion across formation, and it is Jimenez. They'll give it to him, but running it into the boundary, just can't win the speed race to get around the edge. He has wrestled down by the Bluffton Tigers, Fletcher Wenger, a linebacker who chased him across the formation and didn't let him turn the edge. It's a loss of a yard. You know, that play, I just always felt that has to be towards the field or you got to be off the hash a little bit. You know, high school has those wider hashes, so that makes that boundary a little bit tighter to have that type of play. Almost a loss of two back to the 45. We're at second down and 12. Lures with a 3 to nothing lead and the football. Right to left for the Knights. Drop back. McKenzie looks to throw. Airs it out near sideline. Jump ball and up is Jalen White trying to go up and make the catch over the shorter defender, but the ball tipped away and incomplete. And And again, you've got those shorter corners. That time, Brody Lewis had the coverage against Jalen White, and uh, the ball a little underthrown. Yeah, he had what he wanted, uh, the true one-on-one matchup there. And, you know, that one there, you got to let the wide receiver go run to it. But if you're going to throw a back shorter throw, you got to make sure he's got to come back for it. And when you got a defender between you and the receiver, that's a tough throw to make. Yeah, it almost reverses roles while the ball's in yeah. the air when it's under throat like that. All of a sudden, the defender has the advantage. Drop back on third down and long. Long throw on the sideline. Again, the jump ball going up, and now it's incomplete over the head of Isaac Zay running a deep fly route right along the numbers and just over his fingertips. Incomplete. It brings up fourth down and almost 12 to go, and Bishop Lures will have to send out the punt unit. Yeah, those are open. Those passes are open, and you just got to put it on them. Zay there kind of jumped, mistimed his jump a little bit uh, going up for that ball, but uh, he almost came down with it. Zay will punt. There's the snap. Slow, but it got there, and the left-footed kick is away, and it's going to bounce at the 30, take a big Lures bounce. Go inside the 10 and be downed not far from the five-yard line. Might even be just inside the five. Yeah, wow, what a punt. What was that that kick it took when it hit the the grass? It took a big lures bounce. Yeah, they're going to give it to him on the, uh, looks like the nine-yard line there. 
Yeah. About the nine. Oh, once again, I can't see the goal line because of the curve of the field, but you're right. Yeah, I, I, I was I was I counting stripes, but I can't see the one, so it's actually out close to the nine. Yeah. I was Still a heck of a punt. Yeah, absolute beauty. There's the shotgun snap. Betancourt's going to look to throw over the oh, middle of the wow. slant route, had it in the receiver's hands and got knocked away. Good chance down. to complete it, but at the last minute, Lures was able to recover and knock it away from the slant over the middle. Yeah, they tried to get it there to that Jenkins kid, you know, the big, strong athlete, number 20. He uh, ran a slant route. I thought he had the ball, but whoever was able to get a hand on it, great, great play there. Second down and 10. Pinned back at their own nine-yard line. Bluffed it. From near the left hash, they'll run it this time behind the left side of the line. And there he breaks free down the sideline. Looks like Moore taking it all the way outside the 30, maybe even close to the 40 before being chased out of bounds. Let's see where they say he stepped out. He was on the far sideline. That was a quarterback, I believe, on the key, maybe. And they're going to say he stepped out at where? Oh, way back there at the... Oh, the 30. Wow. Yeah, it looked like... Uh, he was up here at the 40. I yeah, think. I thought he was closer to the 40 than the 30, but it's the 30-yard line. Still a 21-yard run and a big play to move the chains and get out of the shadows of your own end zone. Yeah, huge play. Handoff, right side, cutting it up. Looks like might be Hunt with the carry. Andrew Hunt battles for yardage across the 35 out to the 37. So that's a seven-yard gain, second down and three. 7.55, and the clock runs. We're in the second quarter here at Lewers Field, and the Knights a 3 to nothing lead over the Bluffton Tigers. Bluffton lines up again with that bunch formation, and it will be... A give Jenkins. This time on the left side, there is no running room. Just stacked up and pushed backwards. Just about the line of scrimmage. Might have even been a yard loss on that play. Third down and four for the Bluffton Tigers. They'll spot this with a one-yard loss at the 36. Good job of just stuffing the hole by the Bishop Lewis Knights that time. Lures got a 28-yard field goal from Angel Rojas, and that's the only points of the game. Third down four from their 36. And a quarterback keeper right up the middle on a direct snap to Andrew Hunt. He gets hit and falls forward right near the 40. That's going to be close. Yeah. And they'll say he went down about a half yard short at the 39 and a half. He needed the 40 for the first down. So it's a fourth down and less than a yard. Big play here as Bluffton's going to line up to go for it on fourth and less than a yard. clock down to 12 as Bluffton comes out of the huddle. Now lines up. Little confusion on the formation. 
Now everybody shifts under center. They'll run the quarterback sneak, and that's a first down. The pile pushes to the 42. For a gain of two and a bluff in the first And down. they ran it to look like Danny Arnold may have been the one that took the carry. You know, they show that formation with all those backs in the backfield, and then they move around, and one of them just ran up, lined up under center, took the snap, and the push was on, and Bluffton gets enough to convert on that fourth down. And they've got it first and 10. They'll spot it short of the 42. It's actually at the 41-yard line. Yeah, they did their version of the tush push, and they got it what they needed. Again, handoff in the backfield. A run to the uh, 42, a one-yard gain. Not a whole lot there. And again, Bluffton just continuing to do what Bluffton does. They have confidence in this running game that if they can get through that second level, they got a chance to break the home run ball. And So far, Lures has been pretty effective at keeping them in smaller chunks. Yeah, and, and Bluffton is perfectly fine taking as much time as they possibly can as well. Near the 43, second down and eight. And a give to Tucker Jenkins. And again, he gets hit after about a one-yard gain. And the whole Lures pile just pushes him three or four yards deep into the Bluffton backfield before the officials blow the play dead. Short chunks there at first and second down. It's going to leave a third down and long. We'll call it third and seven from the 44-yard line for the Bluffton Tigers with 4.20 left in the first half. Lures a 3 to nothing lead here on their home field. That was a little bit of like student body left. A.J. Streveler, the receiver that lines up wide. Now they spread the formation. Trip receivers to the right. Drop back, Bentoncourt looking, throwing, near sideline, behind the intended target. Incomplete, was trying to get it to Tucker Jenkins on an out route at the Lures 47. But the pass was behind Jenkins on that out route to the sideline. And the incompletion brings up fourth down and long, and Bluffton is once again going to line up to punt the football. Yeah, that was really good defensive coverage by the Lures secondary. He really had to try to fit it in a very tight window. Again, Lures done a good job here in trying to get some field position back. From the 44, good snap, and the kick is away, oh and that's a boomer by Bencourt. Wow. It bounces inside the 10 and skips into the end zone. A 56-yard kick, wow. and that's a legit 56. Wow, that thing got up and had some spiral, and I don't know yeah. if it got a jet stream or what, but it, <laughs> well, it, is kind of blown. it was a boomer. And so uh, it's a touchback bringing Lures out to the 20-yard line. He uh, outkicked everybody. <laughs> they got a nice high spiral about a hang time of 4.0 and changed the field position. That ball was heading to Bluffton. <laughs> <laughs> First and 10 for the 20 for the Bishop Lewis Knights. They lead it 3 to nothing. Trip receivers to the left side of the formation. Single back and a quick screen. They get it to Jalen White. Picks up a block down the sideline. Here goes White. 50, 40, 30. 
down and we've got a flag where he caught it and it's probably going to be a hold called against the Bishop Lures Knights receiver that tried to get a block. I think it was Gio grabbed a little bit of On the edge. Big time play, but it's all coming back. The flag lays at the 25-yard line. Well, they got the play drawn up like you draw it up, and they got the two blocks. Unfortunately, I believe Geo grabbed a little bit of jersey there, or I assume like they pulled a little bit of jersey. But uh, I know Coach Lindsey doesn't doesn't like. The call there, and he's kind of wasn't far in front of the lure sideline where yeah. it happened, so he, they got a pretty good look at it as well. He was letting the official know that uh, he didn't like the call. An 80-yard play that comes all the way back, and since it's a spot foul, the 10-yard march off takes it back to the 15-yard line, where it's first and 15 from the left hash. Cohen McKenzie lined up in the gun. Single back. Daring on the right shoulder. From the pocket. Here's a throw. And a little soft cushion route that's caught at about the 29-yard line. Or 19-yard line. There's a tie. That was Javin. Javin, uh, 88, the tight end. Wes Javins. Yeah, Javin. Tight end. 6'4", 188. A senior making his 17th catch of the year. And it's going to bring up now a second down. And, well, they only give him three out to the 18, which, again, some of the spots have been a good yard off where the ball should be. He was clearly close to the 19-yard line when he caught it. Yeah, they really brought him back. And they put it at the 18, second down, 12. Handoff, Jimenez behind the left side of the line, met in the backfield, and he's taken down for a two-yard loss, maybe a one-yard loss back to the 17. Good penetration from that uh, bluffed defense. It looked like the inside linebackers, Griffin Morgan and Fletcher Winger, that led the surge. And it'll bring up third down and long for Bishop Lewers. Yeah, their defensive line does a good do- job of keeping their linebackers pretty clean so they can make the play. From the 17-yard line, it's going to be a third down and 13 play with 2.10 remaining in the first half. We still haven't seen a touchdown. 3 nothing Lewers lead. You're going to take timeout. And they do take a timeout as the fans... Count down the play clock to make sure everybody on the Lures sideline was aware that they didn't need to get a five-yard penalty. So a timeout is called by Bishop Lures. It comes with 201 remaining in the first half. Lures lead to three to nothing over the Bluffton Tigers. The high school football game of the week from 1380 the fan and 100.9 FM. With the coach Shannon Griffith, I am Brett Rump. Glad you're joining us for high school football on this Friday night. Bishop Lures facing a third down. And about 13 to go. They're on their own 17-yard line. They need the 30 for the first down. 2:01 remains in the first half. A 3-0 Lures lead. Shotgun blitz comes, and McKenzie gets rid of it over the top of everyone. That was a miscommunication. And he got hit hard just as he let go of it. Falls incomplete. Fourth down. That was a 
Bluffton brought the pressure, and McKenzie might have had to get rid of it a half step sooner than he wanted to and threw it over. The receiver kind of broke on the post route, yeah. and he threw kind of like a fly route and sailed it too deep over the intended target. And so it's fourth down, almost 13 to go, and Isaac Zay is going to have to punt it away. And Bluffton should come out of this with pretty good field position with almost two minutes on the clock. That penalty hurt. Here's the kick. High hanging kick. And it is caught. Fair catch. Fair caught at the 14 by Hunt. Bluffton will take over first and at 10. the Bishop Lures 43 yard line. So that's a 26 yard kick. There's no return, but what great field position for Bluffton with a with chance to take the lead into the locker room. Programs and 1,000 online classes. on a couple scores. Leo is up 14 to zip no on Mississippi. And Laville and LCC, which is of interest in this game, is 0 0. 3 to nothing, Lures here at Lures Field, and Bluffton takes over in Knights territory and there's an option a late handoff and Lures almost blew it up and again who do they have Damian Jackson wreaking havoc in the backfield and almost stole the handoff but it's taken uh, to the 45 that's a loss of a couple about the 45 and a half Again, he is so quick that sometimes he's in the backfield before the offensive lineman even comes out of that three-point stance. Yeah, that's, that's what he's got to do. And he's an impressive-looking kid. Being the senior, I'm not quite sure if he's got anything going scholarship-wise, but he can dominate. Second down, long 12. Option play to the left. Betancourt will keep it and tuck it up behind left tackle, but not much there. He gets inside the 45 to the 44. Gained a couple yards. We're under a minute left here in the first half. Kind of surprised that uh, the clock is still running. And Betancourt all the way over to the far sideline. Yeah, they're not taking timeouts here. They got their full allotment left. Three to nothing game, and they're in Lures territory at the 44. Remember, Lures deferred on the opening coin toss, so the Knights will get the second-half kick. Yeah, they got to take a shot here towards the end zone, if, really. Yeah, they've got their timeouts. They're not taking them. We're down to 22 seconds. Betancourt drops, throws a screen. It's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. So now, Javens, I think, might have been the Zay one. Is that the deflection knocks Zay it got it. Zay got in and got it. For the Tiger? Well, he should have gone up and caught it. Now I'm not, now I'm not impressed. He's a receiver. you got to go up and catch that ball. That was an interesting event there because they had plenty of time to take some timeouts. And well, try that to get third and long, throws. they just don't, they're not comfortable in that third and long. Now it's fourth and 11, and they're going to line up to punt. And now they're going to give Lures a chance, perhaps. Well, 18.4 seconds. Let's see, they kick oh, this out of bounds. Out. A high up. pop-up kick, yeah, almost straight up in the air, but it took a big <laughs> bluffed bounce from the Lures 23. It rolls inside the 10 to the 8 with 5.5. Well, they probably told it, kick it really high in the air because what happened, <laughs> Shannon? You're burning time. Oh, yeah. The longer you keep well, it in the air, the more time that you burn off, and so Lures has only 5.6 seconds. And they, you know, put them down there behind... Uh, the eight ball worth of, where you, yeah, at the seven. Yeah. I would imagine Lures will go to a knee knowing they're going to get a better chance to start the second half. You would assume. I'm not a coach. 
Well, and I, I would say you're right because they're kind of bunched up here. And and the final snap of the first half, and it's a knee for McKenzie. So that will end the first half. No touchdowns, all defense here in the first 24 minutes. As the teams head to the locker rooms and some welcome warmth. It is Bishop Lewers leading it over the Bluffton Tigers, three to nothing. We'll go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back here to Lewersfield, give you a halftime wrap-up of what's happening here. And still ahead, we'll send it back to the studio for a halftime scoreboard. Right now, it's a 3 to nothing Lures lead over Bluffton in the Class 2A Regional Championship. High school football on 1380, the fan, and 100.9 FM. We are back live at Lures Field. Halftime and just about ready to get started with our third quarter. As the Bishop Lures Knights start the second half with a 3 to nothing lead over the Bluffton Tigers. The two teams playing for a regional championship tonight. And a chance to move on to the semi-state where they will play either Lafayette Central Catholic or LaVille. Of course, you just heard a scoreless game between those two. And uh, for Lures, that other game really matters because if they get a victory here tonight, they would host Lafayette Central Catholic. They would be on the road at LaVille for Bluffton just depends what type of team they want to play because Bluffton will be home regardless of the outcome of LCC LaVille. But Bluffton's got to come back from a 3-0 deficit here in the second half and the Bluffton Tigers will kick it off after Lures deferred on the opening coin toss. And from the right to the left, Bluffton will be kicking it. The ball already has blown off the tee. Yeah, the Wind has picked up a bit, kind of coming coming from the north, I yeah, believe. A little crossways. Yeah, a little bit across maybe out of the northwest. If there's any advantage, Lures will have it here in the third quarter. Yeah. Because we saw that punt. And Absolutely. we know that uh, that was crazy. There's some good wind in that direction. Here's the kick, straight on kick, and it bounces and dies at the 25. Finally picked up and not much running room. Swallow it up just about where he picked it up at the 25-yard line. That ended up being a dangerous kick because when it hit the ground, it kind of spun backwards. And that was Davion Surrey with the uh, no-yard return. Picked yeah. it up at the 25 and got plowed under at the 25. So that's where the Knights start first and 10 to begin this second half. Again, Cohen McKenzie, the senior quarterback. Lines up two backs in the backfield. Single receiver, split each side, ball on the right, hash. And a throw, quick little out route, and it's caught by Jalen White, quickly corralled. Forward progress gets him out to the 30, a five-yard gain. Maybe the, yep, the 30-yard line, so it's second down and five. Second five. Good catch there, good route. Picked up a good five yards. Just underway here in the second half. I am Brett Rump along with Shannon Griffith, Derek Decker, and Adam Lundy. Working things back in our studio. Man in motion, white across formation, and the give to Jimenez. Tries to bounce it wide to the right. Gets out of an arm tackle, but here comes the other pursuers, and they'll chase him out of bounds. Again, running that sweep to the boundary. Nowhere to turn the corner and get the edge, and he ends up losing yardage. 
Back to the 27, a loss of three, and now it is third down and long for the Bishop Lewis Knights. They're, they're uh, Bluffton is blitzing one of their linebackers in a run blitz, and he's coming, Scott, for three to the A-gap. So that one there was all because of the linebacker. Third down, eight from the right hash. Trip receivers to the left, drop back, and they'll throw the screen. Jimenez got the block, but he can't get past the oh, second man. By. Oh, he squirts through, but he doesn't get the mm. first down. He's going to be wrestled short. About two yards shy of the stick. Wow. Good for about eight. Brings up fourth. He almost squirted out. Yeah, I thought he squirted through <laughs> and got the two blocks he needed, but the third man came over and eight was able to get a hand on him and wrestle him down. And it's just a yard and a half shy of the first down. But Bishop Lewers will trust the defense. They're going to play the field possession game, and they're not going to give Bluffton any kind of opportunities here to pick up early momentum in the second half. They will punt it away, and Isaac Zay stands just inside his own 20. And a rugby kick runs to the left and then boots it, and it's a good kick. It's going to bounce inside the Bluffton 25, rolled dead around the 21-yard line. So... Uh, he that is uh, about a 45-yard kick, no return, but the wind at his back. Oh, the punters got to love this. <laughs> the conditions are perfect for the punters. Well, it looks like he has the uh, option there if he feels he can get the first down. He has the option to run that, and he didn't feel like he had it, so like you said, turns into a rugby punt and actually was a real good one. First and 10 for Bluffton. Their first possession of the second half starts at their own 21-yard line. Braxton Bentoncourt, the quarterback. They work out of the gun. Give to the tailback. Big hole on the right side. He busts through across the 30 and tackled at the ankles, falling forward to the 34-yard line. A 14-yard gain. He is as quick as Gio when he hits that hole running at full steam. And... Bluffton got what they needed on that first drive, a three and out. So let's see if they can capitalize from it. Trying to see if that was Moore or Craig with that carry. I think it was uh, Moore, number nine. First and ten for their own 34-yard line for Bluffton. They have stuck with the run through the entire game so far, and they'll again run it. This time it's Tucker Jenkins off left tackle just across the 35 to the 36 after picking up two. Good job up front by Bishop Lewers at the linebacker level. Jacob Felger among those that got in for the stop. It'll be second down and eight. When Lewers is disciplined enough to stay secure in their gap, they don't give up that big spurt. When they give up the big spurt, it's because they're not gap sound. They're getting out of their gap. Second down, eight again. They put now two uh, upbacks to the right side of the formation. They'll give it to Moore, and Moore is hit down low and taken down. Isaac Jay busted in and made the play in the backfield. Moore was able to fall forward, but it's no gain. And it'll bring up third down and long for the Bluffton Tigers, a position the Tigers do not want to find themselves in. Yeah, nice play by Zay there. And a... And the only thing he's got to be cautious about is if they've got any type of read on that backside, as hard as he's crashing down, that quarterback pulls it, he's going to have a lot of room. 
Third down, eight to go from the 36-yard line. Ball center between the hash marks and three receivers come wide to the left. Drop back, Bentcourt throwing on the slant. Caught by Jenkins at the 42, and he fights for the 43, still a yard short of the stick. That's going to be about a seven-yard gain on third and eight, and it will be fourth down, a yard to go with their own 43-yard line. How much gamble do you have here if you're Brent Kunkel, the seventh-year coach of the Bluffton Tigers, looking for his 50th win at Bluffton against 29 losses? He's going to go for it here because it's in that analytical category of two yards or less and beyond the 40. So everything says yes. Go for it. Well, that's the only way you can make a decision like this is yeah. based on analytics Absolutely. today, right? Big fourth down, two to go. Shotgun snap, handoff to the tailback. He's hit it. in the backfield. He's not going to get it. No gain at all. They tried Camille Moore up the middle, and he got smoked. About a yard before he even got back to the line of scrimmage. Taken down for no gain and a second fourth down stop in this ball game by the Bishop Lewers Knights defense. And Bishop Lewers takes over first and 10 at the Bluffton 43. Well, like I said, when Lewers is gap sound with their defensive front, they, they do not give up the big running plays. It's when they get out of those gaps is when Bluffton has hurt them. I might not. I think I'd go right now over the top to Zay out here on the back. He lines up wide to the right. Trip receivers to the left. They spread it out, and now they'll send Jimenez out of the backfield in motion to the left. They'll double set pass. up a double pass. White going deep, looking for Zay, and he split two men. Jimenez and Zay both running deep routes, and the ball lands right in between them back at the 10-yard line. And I think, uh, Shannon, it was just a brilliant call. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's what you want to do as a coach. When you get that momentum, you want to take advantage and try to strike while the iron's hot. And Bishop Lewers went for the trick play of the double pass. The wideout got the screen, and he was able to throw it deep down the field. But he just wasn't accurate. Yeah, well, he was supposed to throw it to Gio, and really he was trying to throw it to Zay, which was a really long throw. Handoff, and this is Daring bringing it near sideline again, trying to get the corner and can't quite get the edge, but he was able to get forward progress for about three yards to the lofted 40, where it's going to bring up a third down and seven for the Knights. Four down territory, you have to believe right now for Bishop Lewers. Yeah, that that, that would be my mindset. I'd have Gio in there and run that counter back into the boundary, but they've got him here on the sideline. It is Daring in the backfield, along with Finn Sachs. Shotgun snap from the right hash, a drop back, look to the left, and throwing the deep sideline route. Got a man, goes up, makes the catch! At the... 13-yard line, Isaac Zay, man-to-man down the sideline, and that was laid out perfectly over the corner who had man-to-man coverage on Zay, and Zay went up and got it like a rebound. Yeah, and that's the mismatch that we've been talking about. They've got it, you know, about every time they want it there, and that time the ball was up in the air enough that uh, Zay could time it 
and get over the top of it. Huge play for Bishop Lewis. They set it at about the 13 and a half, where it's first and 10 for the Knights. Receiver split each side. Two backs in the backfield. Second man gets the handoff. That's daring. A daring is hit and then taken down for a loss. Just outside the 15-yard line as Bluffton had penetration into the backfield and no running room at all for Mickey Derrick. Yeah, that they're built in that black, they're one of their backers on when that guard pulled, that backer took off, and he's the one that caused the problem in the backfield. So they missed the block back on that linebacker. So that's what's giving them trouble is those linebackers are blitzing on on uh, rundown situations. And Jimenez back into the ball game. It is second down and 12, and they've got six on the play clock. They're going to have to take a timeout. They aren't even on the field. McKenzie over here near the numbers right in front of his sideline, and finally Lures does take the timeout. So uh, second down and 12 with the ball at the 15-yard line. Bishop Lures trying to get a two-score lead. They're up three to nothing on the Bluffton Tigers. 6:03 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With the coach Shannon Griffith and Derek Decker back in the studio, I am Brett Rump at Lures Field Regional Championship Friday. And with 6:03 remaining in the third quarter, Bishop Lewers has a three-to-nothing lead over Bluffton, lining up second down and 12 from the Bluffton 15-yard line. Shotgun snap for McKenzie, dropping, looking to throw from the pocket, oh does, and it's incomplete. Man, Threw it down near the goal line, a little bit low and outside, and the incomplete pass is now going to bring up third down. Yeah, that's at 12. He had what he wanted on the double move with uh, Zay, who ran basically kind of a, a a post and then a corner, but he didn't get air underneath it, and he under you know kind of underthrew him. Here's the big concern here now: you got to make sure you get points out of this. You can't get out away from here without at least would, getting three. Not surprise me if Bluffton would come with the pressure. Oh, absolutely. Try to make a field goal as long as possible. They got what they wanted at the top again. Drop back. And a throw on a screen. They get it to Jimenez. He gets a lead block. He's inside the 10, inside the 5. Jimenez, determined ever, gets to the end zone. Touchdown, Bishop Lewers. That is a senior knowing the stakes and refusing to be stopped. He took tacklers from the 5 all the way into the end zone. And Gio Jimenez. With his third receiving touchdown of the year. Gets it in from 15 yards out, and the Knights have taken a 9 to nothing lead. Angel Rojas will try to tack one more on. The kick is up. Hit the upright and is no good. Wide left. The oh, version is no good. Makes the score. Will that come back to mean something? Right now, Lures a two-score advantage. It is nine to nothing. Bishop Lures over the Bluffton Tigers. It is the Class 2A regional from Lures Field as the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Bishop Lures gets a fourth down stop and then takes advantage of the short field, a 43-yard drive that's capped off on a 15-yard screen pass. 
from Cohen McKenzie to Gio Jimenez, and he takes it 15 yards into the end zone. The last five carrying a multitude of defenders with him. (laughs) Got to love that, though, Shannon. That's part of postseason football when your seniors understand what's at stake, and they are just determined not to be stopped. Absolutely. You know, he had the double pass play earlier where he was open, so he wasn't too happy about that. But there, man, that was why I love that kid. And an onside kick. It bounces off Bluffton's hands and finally jumped on at the 35-yard line by the Tigers. Short kick. They almost got what they wanted. Bluffton will take over. Again, not a bad thought for Bishop Lewers. Absolutely. They've got the momentum. they got Bluffton reeling a bit. They're trying to go for the, the dagger. Yeah. And so Bluffton will take over. Pretty good field position at the 35-yard line, but you also wonder at what point in this ball game does Bluffton have to throw it and put it in the air. They have stuck with the running game throughout the night. 543 remaining in the third quarter. A 9-0 Bishop Lewers lead over the Tigers. That's a critical drive right here for Bishop Lewers and Bluffton. Shotgun, double wing, drop back, looking to throw Betancourt on the post round, deep over the middle, and he underthrew a man that was open. Pass falls incomplete. He had a shot at A.J. Streveler. Second down, second and ten. And ended up being incomplete at the Knights' 43. You know, that's what makes it tough on a quarterback, especially on a cold night when you really haven't thrown a lot, you know, and that you can almost see there that. (laughs) Well, and he's throwing into a wind that has picked up considerably, and I think that may have altered the pass because it ended up short, and he's throwing it right into a wind that's probably picked up to 15 miles per hour or so. Second down and 10 from their own 35-yard line. It'll be given to the tailback. Hit in the backfield. It's a loss. Bishop Lures just owning the line of scrimmage. And Isaac Zay, playing like a man, got in there and took down the running back before he got moving forward at the 34. It's a loss of one and a very generous spot. Yeah. Well, him and Jackson both are really, you know, kind of crashing that edge and really reducing... Uh, the line of scrimmage, but like I said, when Lewis's front three is in their gaps and the linebackers are clean, they're not giving up many yardage. It is third down and 11. Trip receivers wide side to the right, single receiver to the left, and a drop back. Ben Cart looking to throw, looking to the right. Here comes pressure, and he's sacked in the backfield. And again, Isaac Zay, the senior, coming up big, making plays. And a loss back at the 28-yard line where it is now fourth and long. And Bluffton has no choice but to punt it away. What a play. And I tell you, he's not only making plays on offense, he's making those plays on defense. What you want from your seniors. Here's the snap, oh. and Bittencourt gets a kick away, but it's not very deep. It's going to bounce with 45, bounce off the back leg of a Bluffton Tiger. And now Lures will pick it up. They've got a chance, 20, 15, and down near the 15-yard line. Lures look, or Bluffton looked less frustrated that the ball bounced off the back of one of their cover men and kind of stood around. Lures snuck in, picked it up. It was a smart play by that kid because the that, ball was, was touched. Was that Surrey that got it? Number 10, I number, believe. Number 10. Yeah. Because in that instance, with the play being... Uh, with that, Jacob Felger. 
with, that, with the play. With that punt hitting that defender, the ball is still alive no matter what. And that's what happened in Bluffton. They kind of took it off. He was got it. Yeah, they they just kind of watched the ball bounce back. And uh, Knights picked it up. So they start this drive at the 15-yard line. Handoff. Jimenez trying to bounce it wide to the right. Can't get the corner. Wrestled down on the edge. And that's a big play. For the uh, Bluffton defense, well, Tucker that, Jenkins yeah, that came kid. up and wrestled it down for no gain. That, that kid's a football player. I mean, he's a big, stout, stout kid, moves well, both sides of the ball. They play the 3-4, but yeah. as we've seen in football, Shannon, that doesn't mean you don't put four guys in line <laughs> of scrimmage. Jenkins listed as an outside linebacker, but he kind of comes up and plays yeah. that hybrid defensive end spot. Absolutely. And then they, like I said, they're blitzing those linebackers. Trip receivers to the wide side on the left. Single receiver is oh, they got what they want white on the right. Drop back, looking to the right. They're going to go to the man-to-man to White, and good coverage by Bluffton. Stride for stride, White right with White. And Bishop Bluers fans don't like it, but I'm like, hey, he's got a right to that path as well. He was kind of uh, blocking the way of White a little bit, but I think that's just a good football play. you got inside position, you keep it, you don't let the receiver pass you, and there was no chance to complete it. So it's third down and ten. Yeah, the play they got there, backside of that three-by-one, is a post route because the free safety is cheating the trip side. So here it is again. Let's see if he goes with a post route backside here. Yeah, the deep middle of the field is wide open. From the right hash, drop back, and they'll set a screen up. And it's caught by White, but immediately he's popped near the 12-yard line for a short gain, and it's going to be fourth down, and I imagine we'll see Angel Rojas again to try another field goal. This one will be from 29 yards. He's already hit one from 28, and Rojas is on the field. They'll set it down 29 yards away. It's on the right hash once again. Same spot he made it from 28. Rojas, a right-footed kicker. They're missing people on the... Yeah, they got to send out a lineman late. Oh, my. They might end up down to five on the play clock. They might end up rushing this. Let's see if it affects the kick, the set. It did. And it's blocked. blocked. It's blocked by Bluffton. The confusion on the personnel led to the field goal being rushed and a low kick blocked by the Bluffton Tigers. It was off from the start. That's where you got to call a timeout there. Yeah, you don't want to burn the timeout on a special teams play. And you you might even figure that he's still going to be able to make it five yards back because he's got that wind helping. But a blocked kick, and the score remains nine to nothing. Bishop Lures over Bluffton, but the Tigers. Boy, they really avoid one there, yeah. giving yeah. Lures the ball at the 15, and Lures can't advance it. So well, you've got the blocked field goal now, and then the miss, the, the touchdown that was called back. The Tigers start from the left hash, and they start to spread the formation a bit, and they fake the oh, uh, run to the right, it. and then throw it back to Tucker Jenkins over on the left, but it's behind him and incomplete. They're, run, they're setting up a screen over here. They had what they wanted. In terms of uh, bodies, but like you but, said, he overthrew it. And again, Shannon, the problem is that Bluffton, 
rely so heavily on the run that yeah. how many pass plays do they have and how often <laughs> do they get a chance to practice them? Because that looked just like maybe a little out of position and the timing yeah. a little bit off. Yeah, you 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 know it's kind of you got to live by what you're going to run. Drop back again. Betancourt's going to look to throw. Now he's going to tuck it, run up the middle of the field. He is hit hard out near the 18-yard line, falling forward to the close to the 19. Yeah, they get it back to more of a manageable third down here. Be third down and seven with two minutes left here in the third quarter. And they've really kind of this series, they've kind of abandoned their... Yeah, they've finally gotten away from the run. You've got under two minutes left in the third quarter. Lures is leading it over Bluffton, nine to nothing. Big third down and seven for the Tigers. They have to punt it from here. It'll be great field position. They'll be punting into the wind. From the 19-yard line, drop in the pocket. Looking to throw. Here comes the pressure. Scrambles, throws near side. Caught at the 15. A flag comes in late in the bluffed backfield, and it is carried to the 19. So there's really no gain after a deep scramble. And, uh, Shannon, I'm not sure, but I thought that that might have been the backup quarterback in the game. Yeah, I couldn't Holy tell. It was. Bluffton. It didn't look like Bentoncourt. It looked that like uh, four, I believe. And so uh, Bentoncourt was not in the game on that play. To remember on that scramble, he got hit pretty hard. And yeah. They may have had to go with either Hunter Wenger. Well, he's out there punting now, so he must be. Or uh, Axton Best, who is... Uh, the backup, just a freshman. Here's the kick. It's away. It's a high kick, and it is caught by Surrey at the 50, and he's piled up at the 48-yard line of Bluffton. So not a bad kick, but Bentoncourt did come out and kick it. But he wasn't in there for that third down play, and so Bluffton had to give the ball up, and Bishop Lewers, as expected, has great field position against starting on Bluffton's side of the 50. Well, with 112 left here, and if you feel the wind's at your back, this is where you got to make make it happen because <clears throat> you've got to get a, 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 another score would help him here, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown. Touchdown preferably because that about do it for him. First and 10 for the Knights, leading at 9 to nothing late in the third quarter, starting at the 48 of Bluffton. Shotgun snap. A give to Jimenez, quickly bouncing it to the left sideline, turns the corner, down the sideline, and out of bounds after picking up about five yards. He'll take it to the 43-yard line. It's going to be a second down and five. Just so quick and no indecision. Looked like a play that was meant to go somewhere off tackle, and he just immediately saw the opening to the far side. Well, and that's something that Jimenez kind of wants to do. He wants to get to oh, that yeah. edge because that's where he can take advantage with his speed. Absolutely. And the other thing they did there, they went on a different cadence because that, that put Bluffton, or Bluffton a little bit shaky because they weren't able to time up their blitz. Officially spotted at the 44, so a four-yard run on first down brings up second down and six. A bobble snap, a weak pitch, and now Jimenez trying to get a block on the right edge and gets chased out of bounds inside the 45 to about the 42. Really, that play not executed very well, but the result not that bad for Bishop Lures. They pick up 
about uh, three yards on it. It's second down, or rather third down now it should be. Yeah. Third down and about three to go, but... I was surprised. Yeah, at a bobbled snap and a, and a very weak pitch. Well, they went from underneath center. So you've gone from being in gun the whole game to underneath the center, and that's what that's when things bad happen. Third down, three to go, probably four down territory for the Knights. From the 41, here's a fake uh, sweep, and then a handoff to Daring, and Daring just powers his way for first down yardage to the bluffed 37-yard line. Good hard run by Mickey Daring, a 5'9", 190-pound senior running back. Got the pad level low and just plowed his way for about five yards. Here's where I like to go trip to the field, get your one-on-one back into the boundary and run a post route and get that safety over the top to the three-by-receiver side. But he's not going to listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) You almost lost me there. Got got into that coach speak almost. Well, get me Lindsay on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Handoff daring up the middle. Out through the hole. Ran right through a safety. It keeps rumbling his way to the 20-yard line. After picking up about 17 yards, Mickey Daring, another one of those seniors, knowing the high stakes. It's win in advance, it's lose, and the season and your career ends. And we're going to go to the And we're going to the fourth quarter. The clock goes down to zeros, and a 9 to nothing Bishop Lewers lead, heading to the final 12 minutes. Hope fans enjoying it in the cold weather out here on the south side of Fort Wayne. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. It is a Class 2A regional championship. A ticket to semi-state is at stake, and the Bishop Lewers Knights have it first and 10 near the 20. Handoff. Oh, it's wow. Daring, Daring spins off one, off two, inside the 10, the five, touchdown, Mickey Daring. Another senior with a determined play refuses to go down, and he takes it all the way to the end zone, 20 yards out, touchdown, and the Knights with some separation now lead it 15 to nothing. Well, there's one of those things where a kid like that, you cannot arm tackle. And they tried to arm tackle him, and he broke every one of their tackles. Anil Rojas is going to try to tack on the extra point. Right-footed kick with the set down, and it was a poor set. And I don't know if it was partially blocked or just whiffed on, but not a good extra point try that time by Rojas. And it is no good, so it remains 15 to nothing. The Bishop Lewers Knights lead it just underway in the fourth quarter here at Lewers Field. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. A very resilient Bishop Lewers squad overcoming some mistakes tonight, but they have a 15 to nothing lead over the Bluffton Tigers. And Bishop Lewers is getting set to kick it off with 11 minutes and 48 seconds left. Brett Rump with Shannon Griffith, Derek Decker, our producer back at the studio. We're going to have the post-game show, Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show, live from the Southgate Pizza Hut right after this one ends. I invite you to come on out. Pizza, wings, pasta. I got there last time we were over here. Had a sub in for the man. Yeah, walked out with a pizza. Walked out with a pizza. Here's the kick. And it will be kicked kind of a 
Pooch that lands at the 25, rolls inside the 20, and finally Bluffton picks it up, but here comes the cover unit, and they're going to take down Bluffton somewhere inside the 20. And again, a couple of those kicks that have been short by Bishop Lewers just kind of punched into that open space. And Bluffton doesn't get there and pick it up and go. They kind of wait for it. Fort Wayne Snyder, 10. Mishawaka, 9. Oh, you see that. Hear that score in the background. 10 to 9. Snyder leading it over Mishawaka. Carroll, 0. Uh, Adam Central up 17-0. Leo was up 41-0 over Mississinawa. You see, I'm glad I picked Mississinawa because I think I inspired Lures, or Leo. Wow. There's a quick slant, and it's incomplete. Again, the pass off target. And I do believe that they have gone to the freshman uh, quarterback. They've replaced Braxton Betcourt and put in Axon Best. A 5'9", 140-pound freshman at quarterback for Bluffton. So they must trust his ability to throw the football. They just picked up a roughing the passer, so that's going to be a first down. Yeah, and there's the march off all the way outside the 30 to the 32-yard line. 32-yard line, Bluffton will pick over first and 10. Well, my guess is he's maybe a better thrower than Benacourt. Is, and so that's why they went to him. A first and 10 for the Bluffton Tigers. They trail this ball game 15 to nothing with 11.42 left. Shotgun snap, and Best will hand off to the running back, hit near the line of scrimmage, and then bounces forward. Up, the middle, get for, up uh, to the 35-yard line. Second Cooper seven. Craig, the freshman with the carry for about three yards. Second down and seven. Well, this is going to be a huge drive because Bluffton really needs to get points on this drive. Ball just inside the right hash. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Single back and a drop back. Best looks to throw. Does near side. It's caught by Tucker Jenkins. Turns to the sideline across the 40 and hit out of bounds at about the 42 or 43 yard line. Another first down. First down. So it's the 43 because he needed that for the first. So it is the 43 where it's just enough to get the first down. And Bluffton starting this drive inside the 20s advanced it with some help from Bishop Lures on a roughing the passing, roughing the passer penalty. They got it first and 10 at their own 43. Shotgun snap. The freshman drops back, throws, and it's incomplete. The receiver wants a penalty. Second down, second ten for the Tigers. But there's not going to be a flag. Just a short little uh, curl-in route by the slot. Quick drop, quick throw, and Lures coverage all over it. It's second down and ten, still at the 43-yard line. Clock stops with 10.38 left in the football game. A 15 to nothing Bishop Lures lead. Now Bluffton not only needs scores, but they need to score quickly. And they'll need two-point conversion somewhere. Handoff to the running back. And a big hit on Cooper Craig. He tried to go off left tackle and gets pounded just as he got to the line of scrimmage. And again, that looked like they, uh, they ran it in the direction of Damian Jackson. 
Third down and 10 for Bluffton. Big down and distance. This is one of those where it's a tough play call because you know you want to make yeah. it manageable on fourth if you're planning on going for it, but you'd also like to convert the third down if you can. Need to correct that score. Leo, 21 to nothing. Oh, oh. Trying to hear it off the PA. Yeah. Drop back in the pocket. Double looking move. to throw. Scrambling to the right. Pressure coming, and he's going to be wrapped and sacked. Wes Javens makes the play back at the 32-yard line. A loss of 11. And you have to And the uncertainty now. that time by the freshman with the pressure coming. And it's going to force Bluffton to punt this ball away on fourth and a long way to go. We'll call it fourth and 22 just because I don't want to do the math. And I do believe Bentcourt's come in to punt. There's the snap and the left-footed kick. High-hanging kick, and it is missed by the return man. Now the ball tapped around. It's free on the turf at the 39-yard line. And it's Bishop Lures that got on top of it. Again, they've been able to overcome mistakes. There was another one that could have been a huge turning point in this football game. But it ends up being Knights ball at their own 39. Well, there's no question if the if the Knights hold on to win this football game, they will not be canceling practice on Monday. <laughs> there's there's, there's a lot of things to work on. Absolutely. If you're the coach, you've got plenty of tape to address before you take on either either Lafayette Central Catholic or LaVille. And those are all both two strong football programs. Well, we keep saying that they can't get away with these mistakes, but they've been making them the last three or four weeks. First and ten for the 39, shotgun, and a handoff up the middle. Fumble. And I believe it's Daring. Daring plows across the 40, out to about yeah, the 43. He, he fumbled, fumbled the football, up. and yeah. who's it belong to? Uh, Bluffton. It is Bluffton that will get the football at the 42-and-a-half-yard line. 42-yard line, first and ten. The running back got stripped, and it's going to be Bluffton getting the ball anyway. And another Bishop Lewers mistake, keeping the door open for the Bluffton Tigers. 8.55 left. 15 to nothing, Lewers leads. But Bluffton takes over at the Knights' 42-yard line. And it is still Axton Best, the quarterback, a freshman. Shotgun with a single back. There's the snap, the drop, oh, looking to throw, and now he's going to air it out one-on-one -on, -one on the far sideline. It's incomplete. Didn't really have a man open. That's one where you just throw it up in the air and hope that the wide receiver wins that one-on-one -on -one battle against the corner. And the ball too far in front of both the defender and the intended receiver. I don't know who was rushing there, but number 60 from Boston just tackled him. I mean, outright tackled him on the rush. So they got away with one there. It may have been uh, Jackson, you know, because he's kind of been all over the place tonight. Well, that is Lucas Garrett, who uh, 
Well, it had the hold that wasn't called. Well, that's not a hold then. Second down and <laughs> 10. Drop Look back, out. throwing, middle of the field, and it's going to be intercepted at the 23 by the Knights. Here's the return across the 30, across the 35, out to the 36, and a big hit. And a flag that came flying from flag down. center field. D. Hogue with the interception, playing center field, just read the ball and made the play on it. And now the flag right where the hit was made. Against Lures. And it's against Bishop Lures. The change in possession. Must have been a push so in the back. I didn't see it, but they'll march it off from the 35. Get the ball about and take it back to the 25-yard line. But the Knights again overcoming their own mistakes. Yeah, that was huge. Huge interception. You know, it's a tough thing for a freshman to come into a ball game like this and and having to make th- those type of plays. And he probably hadn't had much reps this week, you know. So Bishop Lewers with the ball and a 15 to nothing lead with 8:37 to play. Left hash, 25 yard line. Single receiver each side. Two backs in the backfield joining. Cohen McKenzie, and he gives. This time is to Jimenez. He brings it off left tackle and gets piled up near the 27-yard line after gaining two, maybe three. Second down and long for the Knights. Big thing here is use as much time as you can on the clock, establish a drive, and, you know, because with 8.15 left, they need to take off as much time as they can. McKenzie comes all the way to the sideline to talk to his coach, Kyle Lindsay, get the play call, and then jogs back out to the huddle, trying to burn as much of that play clock as possible. Knights break the huddle at 18 on the play clock. Second down and seven from the 28-yard line. Ball's on the left hash. Man in motion across formation left to right is Jalen White. And they will give it first man. That's Daring, and he's met the backfield. Take it down for a loss back at the 26. That's a loss of about a two yards, and it's going to bring up third down and long for Bishop Lures, and might be three running plays and a punt for Bishop Lures. Be interesting to see if they trust throwing it in the air this time. Third down and eight. They do give him the 27. So it's a third down and eight. They need to get it to the 35 for a first down. Clock ticks down to almost seven minutes left. Lures leads it 15 to nothing, facing a third down eight to go from their own 27. And they'll set up a screen. Zay makes the catch. Here comes all the defenders. They threw it to the boundary and no chance at all for any big play there. Zay gets knocked out of bounds. Might have just crossed the line of scrimmage and maybe got an extra yard. But it's going to be a fourth down from just outside their own 27-yard line, and Bishop Lewis is going to punt it away. Isaac Zay back into punt formation. He will stand at his own 11-yard line. Boy, he is 16-yard deep. That is a way long way back. And the snap is good. The kick is away. And into the wind, it's going to hang. It's going to bounce at about the 47 of Bluffton and then take a big lures roll inside the 35. It rolls dead near the 32-yard line. So a good kick of 41 yards by Isaac Zay. There's no return. Bluffton starts 
with the football at their own 32-yard line, trailing at 15 to nothing with 6 minutes and 48 seconds still to play. Knights looking for their 10th win of the year against three losses. Bluffton, 10-2, coming into action tonight. The 7th and 8th ranked teams in the state. Two top 10s doing battle for a regional championship for the second year in a row. Drop back, middle screen. They toss it over the top. It's caught at the 35, now across the 40. Still on his feet, out to the 45-yard line. Really nice play. And making that uh, catch for the Bluffton Tigers is uh, Ben Ramsmeyer. Yeah, nice call there. Took advantage of the aggressiveness of the Lures defensive line, ran that screen. A freshman at quarterback for Bluffton, trying to lead a rally here in the fourth quarter. Drops, throws, and has it batted down at the line of scrimmage. Jackson. Yeah, Damian Jackson coming off that edge, got his hands up and knocked down what would have been kind of a, almost a screen pass out to the left flat. And it'll bring up second down and 10. Ball is just outside the 45. Well, he's made his presence known tonight with how he's played. And we said at the beginning of the ball game that he was going to have to have a good game. Single back behind freshman quarterback Axton Best. Option to the right. Uh-oh. Now he's in trouble being chased. Best deep in the backfield. Here comes pressure, and Lures is going to catch up with him and take him down for a loss back at the 40. Subtract about six yards on the play. And it's going to be a third down and very long to go. And this is a difficult situation for Bluffton because they are down by 15 in the fourth quarter. They don't have Betancourt, their senior quarterback, out there. They're trusting the freshman, but, boy, these are high stakes for a freshman to be involved in. Yeah, and it goes back to how many reps did he actually get this week, so forth and so on. Just a tough situation to come into. Third down, about 15 to go. And a drop back from the right hash, looking to the deep left, and it's tipped and almost intercepted. Really didn't have a man open. Throwing to a spot, kind of praying. A couple of defenders in the path had a chance at it. First one deflected it, and the second one couldn't react to the deflection fast enough. And the ball's incomplete for a fourth down and 15. And again, Bluffton has to line up to punt the football away. And I believe this is a coach's decision to go with best in this fourth quarter because, again, Bentcourt comes out to punt. 5.24 left. There's the snap. Bentcourt will kick it. High-hanging kick. Not going to be caught in the air. And it takes a big Bluffton roll. And Bluffton tries to push Surrey into the football as it bounces. It will lie uh, down at about the, where is that, the 16-yard line? Yeah. First and 10 for the Knights at their own 16. Just outside the 15, not quite to the 16, but at 518 left. And a 15 to nothing lead for the Knights trying to claim a regional championship. Okay, that's one thing when the Knights win a sectional. Majority of the time, they also win the regional. 
First and ten. The lineup for the right hash. Two backs in the backfield. And the shotgun snap handed Jimenez up the middle. Good push by the offensive line. Gets Jimenez out to the 20. And there may be a fumble. There's a scrum for it. Let's see if they give it to Bluffton. This could be big. And they're asking questions. The officials looking at each other. And they did. And it is Bluffton football. They give it to Bluffton at the 20-yard line. And everybody on the field is confused. Even the Bluffton defense doesn't know who's got the football. And now they finally celebrate. That's a huge turnover by the Bishop Lewers Knights. Second time they fumbled the ball away from in their own end. And now Bluffton, still scoreless, has the ball at the red zone. Yeah, we've had two fumbles and two uh, separate drives now. And, you know, they're going (coughs) to, this with the 15-point lead, if uh, Bluffton can get it in here, it's a new ball game. Make it a one-score game with 5.05 remaining. It's 15 to nothing. But Bluffton starts first to 10 for the left hash. And they have a late player that doesn't know if he's in or out. And he was in the huddle. He went over to the sideline. And now they throw the flag. Illegal sub. Looked like uh, Bluffton's uh, Andrew Hunt wasn't quite sure whether he was in or out. And now Hunt does come in. And will replace Fletcher Winger, who started in the huddle at the five-yard penalty, a big one to start this drive because now it's first and 15 and the ball back at the 25-yard line. Shotgun snap. Best looks to throw. He's going for it in the end zone and oh, a beautiful it. throw and it's knocked away but by they, the defender, but they say touchdown. Oh, wow. Stripped out of the hands. The receiver went up and as he went to bring it into his body, it looked like the defender got a hand in, knocked it away, but they give him a touchdown. A 25-yard strike, and Lures fans not at all happy with the quick call because the ball clearly went free and out of the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Bluffton. But it's going to be a touchdown for Bluffton, and they've got a chance now to make it a one-score game. They're going to try to tack on the extra point, and the extra point here is huge. Huge, yeah. You've got to make this. Brody Lewis with a big-time kick. It is up, and it is good. We've got a one-score game with 4.58 left. Lures 15, Bluffton 7 on the high school football game of the week. 1380, the fan, and 100.9 FM. Bluffton gets a break after Lures fumbles the football away at their own 20. Bluffton, a 25-yard touchdown pass, and what a strike by the freshman. We see there why he was in, because man-to-man coverage, and he threw a dart. And we believe it was A.J. Strebler that ended up with the catch. 15-7. And now the kickoff, and let's see if they decide to trust the defense and kick it deep. Got plenty of time. You don't have to onside kick. And they will onside kick it. And it's caught on a bounce, a tough bounce by Javens up front. 
and he started to go downfield, and there was only one Tiger that had a chance. You know, that's one of those where you're all chasing the ball, and when a guy catches it and heads the other way, he almost gets past you. Yeah. And that time, uh, Javins just about broke free, but Lures comes up with it, and that was a heck of a play by Javins. Yes, it was. To I mean, be able to recover that, because that was one of those that you want uh, you want exactly that out of an onside kick. You want a big bounce, a short bounce, and then another short bounce, and that's what they got in good hands by the Lures tight end. Well, no question right here. Bishop Lures offense, they have got to get a drive. They need about two first downs to run this out. But they cannot get uh, non-aggressive. They got to be aggressive here. And they will run the sweep. Here comes Jimenez near side. He's across the 50 and takes it out of bounds at the 45 after gaining four. Best thing there is he stayed in bounds. Well, and uh, you know what? One of the keys is I think that Lures saw they're really stacking things inside. Twice the Knights have run inside, and Bluffton's been able to pull the ball away from the running back. So that time they stayed clear of the middle and ran it wide. Clock will continue to run. We're at 420 remaining. Knights leading at 15 to 7. Ball on the left hash, single receiver each side. You've got Jimenez in a slot on the short side left. He's in motion, left to right. They fake it to him and then give it to Daring. Wow. Daring wrapped up in the backfield. He's going to go down for a loss. Daring loses a couple. He loses two back to the 47-yard line where now it is going to be First third ball, down and about eight to go. Nice play by Griffin Morgan, the sophomore, six-foot, 190-pound linebacker. Making a play, reading the reading it, making a play for a sophomore. He's a good-looking kid. This is a huge play. Huge. Lures needs a first down, but they face a third down and eight. They're at the bluffed 47-yard line. 39 for the first. Now they got that center field wide open if they want it again. They put the trips to the wide side right. Single receiver is Jalen White to the left. Drop back in the pocket. Look at his road deep down the right sideline. The receiver falls down, and here comes flags from everywhere. And it's going to be a pass interference. Isaac Zay running man-to-man down the sideline, got dragged down, and they throw the flag on Brody Lewis. And that'll be pass interference. Pass interference against the Tigers. And that should be enough for the first down. Yeah, it's going to be a 10-yard march off, I believe, on the pass interference. Yeah, that was huge. Is it 5 or 10? Let's see what they call. It's 3rd and 8. And they'll march off 10. Yeah. Correction, they'll march off 15. Wow. Well, taking it all the way down to the 32-yard line, and they'll call it a first down for Bishop Lewis. And, yes, Shannon, that was a big play. Yeah, well, the other thing was it was one of those things where he just did enough push on Zay to, you know, interfere with him there. Well, it also forces man-to-man coverage because you've got the box stacked looking at the run. White again in motion, right to left. Now the give to Jimenez, brings it off left tackle and rolls inside the 30 to about the 29-yard line. Picked up maybe three yards, about three and a half, so it's second down and seven just inside 
the Bluffton 30-yard line. 15-7. Knights leading it with the football. Trying to put this one away with under three minutes left. Yeah, Bluffton's got to start using, I think, about using their timeouts here because they need to consume or preserve as much time as they possibly can. Second down, seven. Left hash. Double tight end formation. Zay motions out of it, and then they give it to Jimenez. Again, off right tackle, and he got tripped up by the only guy that had a chance to put an arm on him, and that was Johnny Cruz, the nose tackle, who got through into the backfield, reached out just with his big left arm. Lucky that he got Tripped up Jimenez and stopped him for a very short gain just inside the 30-yard line at the 28th, so it's only a gain of one. Now it's third down, six to go. And a timeout is called by Bluffton. Yeah, they got to conserve as much time as soon as possible. With here. 225, 226 still on the clock. Knights leading at 15 to 7. You know, just thinking ahead here, if you get it in a manageable position, I'm assuming he goes for it. But if he doesn't, do they try to kick a field goal and get three points? This game kind That's of a, similar to what we saw with Eastside. Yeah. Where the Knights had some opportunities to maybe put the Blazers away and let them hang around. And it's the same situation here. The Knights never really putting away the Bluffton Tigers and then eventually making a mistake that allowed Bluffton to close it to a one-score game. And now you've got a big third down for the Bishop Lewers Knights in what might be four down territory. Yeah, They're a, inside the 30 at the 28-yard line. you got to think if you're going to throw it, you're going to go to Zay. Ball centered between the hash marks, a wing to the right side. Two backs in the backfield, and White goes in motion from the wing on the right over across to the left, and they give to Jimenez. Jimenez can't oh. break away from the last man. And that was uh, Brody Lewis coming out from his safety spot to make an ankle tackle on Jimenez, and he is short by about a yard. Fourth down and a long yard or a short two. Wow. It's going to be the ball game perhaps right here. Well, that spot is awful. looks awful. Uh... Yeah, it looked like he was inside that yard line at yeah. the 25. And maybe it's just the angle of the the way we're looking at it, but that looks like a bigger. Yeah, they do, they distance. do put him at the 24 yard line. Yeah. It is fourth down. I thought he was closer. To we'll that. call it uh, we'll call it fourth and two, but it may not be quite a full two yards. So another timeout called with 2:20 on the clock, and bluffed it down to their final timeout remaining. Yeah, they've got one left. Lures still has two timeouts remaining. Well, I got to say, this is probably for the ball game because if they get the first down, they could darn near run the clock out. Yeah, with one timeout, they can get it down to, let's put it this way, to be under a minute left before Bluffton would have a chance at a possession. Mm-hmm. Unless Lures fumbles. And they've done that yeah. twice. Uh, here you go. You're going to get 10 guys at the line of scrimmage. High formation. Do they bootleg it? Double tight end. The eye behind McKenzie. And on the snap, we've got whistles. Do we have timeout? a timeout? And it is Bishop Lures that will take the timeout. 
So Kyle Lindsay wanted to see exactly how Bluffton was going to defend this formation on fourth down and then takes a timeout. I actually looked at it and I thought he might bootleg <laughs> and trust that double move on the outside because they uh, right now they got man-to-man on both outside guys. They're, yeah. they're going to sell out on the running play here on fourth and two. Well, it's it, it's a, it's one of those things where where the ball is, it's too long probably for a field goal attempt, and you got to figure out what is going to get you two yards. Do you double tight it like they were doing there? Yeah, what we've seen with the wind is this is the yeah it's kind of tougher end. Yeah, and you've got the ball at the 24, which would make it like a 41 yard attempt, and that just a little too far, I think. For Angel Roas. And the other thing you risk if you try a long field goal is the block and the scoop and score. Yeah, and you exactly don't want to right. have that either. That, yeah, that's exactly right. So on a fourth down, two to go from the 24-yard line, the Knights break the huddle and they're ready to go. Jimenez will be in the backfield with Mickey Daring. Cohen McKenzie will be under center. The ball is on the right hash. You've got Jalen White isolated, man-to-man on an island here near sideline. And on the snap, there's the flag. And did Lures jump? It looks like Lures may have jumped. And again, Shannon, the mistakes by Bishop Lures. They, they were that, offside. They must have lined up in the neutral zone. Somebody had to line up in the neutral zone for that to be just called. Just inexcusable at this point, but it's going to be now fourth down and about oh, seven to go. Huge. We've seen some crazy things tonight, that's for sure. But now you're in a situation where you really got to try to throw it here on, on a fourth and, what, seven now. Seems like our phrase when we come out here is you just can't do that. Yeah. And they keep doing it, but they've been able to survive so far in the postseason, overcoming mistakes. 2.20 left. Fourth down. Lure's still going to go for it. This time they'll spread the formation. Ball on the right hash. Two receivers left. One receiver right. And a drop back in the pocket. McKenzie looking to throw. Does. And there's a flag as the ball thrown incomplete. I thought I saw a flag thrown. And now we'll, I think it may be a hold that's going to be declined. It is a stop on fourth down. It's a holding penalty that's declined by Bluffton. And the Tigers will have a chance with 2.16 remaining. They'll take over the football after a fourth down stop at the 29-yard line. 71 yards away from a potential tying score. 15 to 7, lures the lead with 2.16 remaining in the fourth. Yeah, they just got one timeout left, so, you know, they're going to have to end up ultimately going into a two minute offensive mentality. And it is the freshman at quarterback. Quick drop and a screen set up. They get it to Tucker oh, Jenkins. He missed one tackle. Holy and God. now he'll stay on his feet to about the 33. Not a big gain, about four yards. Yeah, they kind of leered out on that little screen. Well, they missed a push in the back. By, by, I mean, it was so blatant. Second down, six to go. And another pass knocked down. Isaac Eretz uh, Jackson. Jackson. Falls incomplete, third down. 
Damian Jackson got that mitt up coming off the right end. That's about three knockdowns for yeah. tonight. And it's third down, six to go from the 33-yard line. Big play. A minute 51 left. Brothers lures a 15-7 lead over the Bluffton Tigers and the Tigers. Facing third and six. Center between the hash marks, three receivers right, one to the left. They'll throw to the right. And it is caught at the 35 and across the 40 for a first down. Yeah, big. Andrew Hunt with the catch and the carry after the catch to get first down yardage to the 40-yard line. And a big first down for Bluffton. That first one's always the tough one. And it is now... The Tigers at their own 40 with a minute 38 and the clock running. Drop back. Quick setup for a screen. And again, they go to Hunt over the far side, and he'll carry it out to the 45. They need bigger chunks than that. Clock's going to run with a minute 24, minute 23. Bluffton hurries to line up. Freshman quarterback. Axted best, drops, throws a screen this time to Hunt. He went down on one knee to make the catch, and that downs him immediately when he caught it. Timeout on the field. Yeah, and now you've got a timeout being called by Bluffton. Uh, Lures needed that because they're uh, huffing, puffing a little bit right now. And Minute 11 left in the game, and a 15-7 Lures lead over the Bluffton Tigers. And they turned off the down stick, so i got to figure out exactly what we've got. Third down, and where they're going to put it is the 42-yard line, which will make it, I believe, a third and about nine to go, or maybe eight to go. They've got to get well across midfield. The down marker uh, lost its battery. Yeah, I don't know if it's the battery or... You can't get it to Yeah, operate. it doesn't stay on. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. It's checked out. <laughs> <laughs> so a timeout, and that is the last timeout, by the way, for yeah. Bluffton. So a lot of pressure here because in high school football, you know, you can't work the sidelines like you do in the NFL or maybe in college. That's difficult, especially when you're on the right hash mark because of the width of the hash mark, Shannon, you've only got one sideline to work with. And it's a final. Leo defeats Mississinawa 41-7. Shotgun, drop back. Best looks to throw for the pocket, steps up, and oh. he's hit, and the ball pops free. Bluffton jumps on it, but it is a big loss back at the 37-yard line. Now they got to hurry up. And a... It'll bring up a fourth down and almost 13 to go. 50 seconds. They got to scramble and they got to get a first down. And everybody jumped except the center didn't move. And now what are we going to have? A false start called against Bluffton. And you go from fourth and almost 13 to where now it's going to be fourth and almost 18 for Bluffton with the season on the line. That may end up helping, though, Bluffton, because now I don't think the clock starts until the ball snapped. 46.4 seconds. The clock will start as soon as the ball is reset. Bluffton in a huddle. they got to get lined up. We're down to 38 seconds. Big fourth down. 
And a drop back. Bess looking to throw. Rolls to the left. He's being chased. Throws it late. Intercepted. Far sideline. 30, 25, 20. He might take it all the way. Wrapped up at the 15-yard line. And the Knights are going to win this one and claim another regional title. Flag on the field. And I, there's a hold out there on uh, holding. But Felger was with the uh, interception there, I believe. Number ten. Jacob Felger made the Felger pick over on the far sideline. The hold is declined, and the Bishop Lewis Knights will take over with just 22.6 seconds left. They'll go to one knee, and this game will tick away. And the Knights are going to get a regional championship trophy. They'll end Bluffton's season. And on to next week, where if Lafayette Central Catholic defeats LaVille, the Bishop Lewis Knights will be right back here at Lewis Field trying to earn a trip to a state championship game in Class 2A. The Knights lineup, victory formation. Cohen McKenzie takes the snap and goes to a knee, and that's the ball game. A game that Bluffton wanted revenge after a loss last year here at Lures Field. They battled throughout, but the Bishop Lures Knights ride a 15-0 start to a 15-7 victory. All zeros on the scoreboard here at Lures Field and major disappointment for the Tigers. So many of them are seniors that were here as juniors, but they still have a very bright future under Coach Brent Kunkel. They've got a freshman quarterback that played the fourth quarter. They've got uh, Cooper Craig, a freshman running back. Camille Moore, a sophomore running back. This team's still going to be good, but a, a strong senior class that has represented themselves well over the last two years for the Bluffton community at Bluffton High School. Their season will end here tonight. But for Bishop Lewers, again, a game full of mistakes, but somehow they're able to overcome, and they're the team that advances into next week's semi-state. Yeah, this was uh, a crazy game uh, with how it all went down and stuff. Lewers was lucky because if Bluffin had taken advantage of some of that, they could have been ugly. So we've still got our... Indiana Physical Therapy post-game show coming up for you live at the Southgate Pizza Hut. And Adam Lundy standing by. We'll get scores from area games and set up not only regional championships tonight, but we will look ahead to next week's semi-state matchups. We already know the Leo Lions are going to be involved. We know that the Bishop Lewis Knights are moving on. And now the question, the Snyder Panthers... And the Adams Central Flying Jets, and the Flying Jets were up 17 to nothing over Carroll. So it may be Adams Central. But you know what's crazy, Shannon, is that Flying Jets squad for the third consecutive championship Friday is going to be on the road regardless next week. Yeah, uh, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of moving parts, and we're trying to figure out who's going where, but... uh, We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll sort yeah. it out You'll coming get it up on the postgame show. Absolutely, over a pizza. The best way to sort it is after you know who the two participants will be. And so we'll get all the final scores. We'll get all of the matchups. Tell you who are regional champions and who will be playing next week 
trying to earn a trip down to Indianapolis under the brightest of lights in the state of Indiana and play for a state championship on Thanksgiving weekend. Our final here at Lewers Field, the Bishop Lewers Knights have defeated the Bluffton Tigers 15-7. Shannon Griffith returns after this break. He'll tell you how this one went, what all the scoring was, and wrap up our regional here at Lewers Field before sending it off to the Pizza Hut at Southgate where I'll join Adam Lundy for our postgame show. Again, the final, 15-7. Lures wins it. They just got presented their regional championship trophy. Now they celebrate en masse out on the Bishop Lures grass field. We'll come back here at Lures Field. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 